0: Today's MMA T Company Fight Preview is with Tyler Funky Bones Jones. Tyler's going to be fighting for Fight Card Entertainment on July 24th out in Rosemont. He'll be taking on Slate Passmore. Uh, Tyler, thanks for joining us today. You got about uh, two weeks uh, till your fight. So, you know, how are things going?
1: How are you feeling? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back in there. Things are going well. You know, it's it's a weird situation where I was supposed to fight um, at the end of jul, at the end of June, so I was still in camp mode. That fight fell through, so it's been like a very weird camp. Uh, I just kind of stayed in shape, and and at this point, just kind of taking care of the body and making sure that uh, I'm not broken come fight night and
0: uh you know it's a weird feeling right because you were scheduled to fight june 5th now you're fighting july 24th so like you said there's no real time to take time off or really not be in the gym between those two scheduled fights so uh, talk to me about how if how you switched up your, your training at, if you did at all uh, for this camp um, to keep yourself kind of prime and peaking for the fight. That's about six weeks after your original one was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. So it definitely was a lot of finagling, I think, in terms of just kind of uh, energy levels and intensity. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been, have been um, hitting the road pretty hard, but before that, it's just kind of been working on technique and making sure that Um, you know, we maintain that level that we were already training at and that foundation, of cardio that we already built. Um, So we're not losing it there, but also at the same time, we don't want any diminishing returns where we're overtraining and stuff like that. So um, it's definitely, I I like the way that this camp has gone where it's kind of almost doesn't even feel like I'm in camp Mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I just feel it's it's I'm enjoying the process which is sometimes you know as you know hard to do when you're in camp back to back that many times so yeah it's it's worked out really well and um, I'm also working with the nutritionist uh, Eric Pena who just did Dustin Poirier's cut um, last weekend for that big fight so that has also been something that is definitely noticeable uh, this time around I've never worked with anyone like that or, or had any input on that so um it's definitely a change and and a good one at that yeah and it's it's a
0: change that you know a lot of guys seem to be making working with someone uh right because you only know what you know and once you start working with these professionals and they start seeing how your body works how the fuel um you know changes in your body how your weight fluctuates with water um i don't want to say that it becomes easy because no weight cut is really easy but it becomes easier because it's something one less thing you have to worry about right
1: yeah, hundred percent. And even like you know, like knowing how many calories I need to eat every day outside of a cut, like I've never paid attention to that at all. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I said it when I interviewed with FightCard a few weeks ago, and, and I still feel the same. Like, uh, in order to be a successful professional MMA fighter, you have to live like a pro athlete far before your pro career even starts. And uh, if you can, if you can make those adjustments early before it matters, really. Um, You know, those good habits are going to carry on. And I feel like, especially this camp, I've really paid focus to like recovery and making sure that I'm, I'm taking care of my body at most and and not kind of just winging it in the gym and and dealing with the, the fallout later. And you have been, even
0: though you have had some MMA fights fall through, right? We, you have been pretty active on the jiu-jitsu and combat jiu-jitsu scene. Uh, So talk me through um, first, you know, how how jiu-jitsu tournaments or or super fights and then combat jiu-jitsu just kind of keeps you fresh. And then what the draw is that uh, we're starting to see with a lot more MMA fighters taking up these, you know, uh, jiu-jitsu super fights. Why do you think that's happening?
1: Yeah, so um, in terms of just the draw of it, I think originally it kind of, it struck me as a good opportunity during COVID, right? Not many fights were going on, um, and jujitsu kind of presented itself as a way to to still stay active and get cage time without really having uh, the opportunity or the, um, I guess, the risk of fighting. You know, because during these travel times, you're probably going to have to travel without a coach, and and I don't really want to fight without my coach cornering me, so. Jiu-jitsu kind of is a loophole where you can still compete still get in the cage still feel that intensity but not not much repercussion you know um so that was definitely the allure to me okay um originally but then you know things picked up quite quickly i had maybe three or four out there and then got a title shot and then you're just kind of consumed in, in that little pocket of martial arts and Um, you know, there's a whole another set of competitors out there who have no interest in competing in MMA, but only interest in competing in jujitsu and combat jujitsu. So, um, it was kind of nice to spend a little time in that world, but I'm definitely more interested in the MMA world, I think. And, um, yeah, like to your point, a lot of people seem to be, um, fluctuating and hopping back and forth. I think grappling is at an all time high right now in terms of popularity, um, you know, you got Chael Show, Submission Underground, and, and you have all these EBI things and combat jiu-jitsu worlds. And I think people are just starting to kind of understand um, how beautiful martial art jiu-jitsu is, you know, um, and, and with all the new kind of the new things people are imploring out there, it's, it's definitely more fan friendly than it ever has been, at least in my opinion. And I think that's that's showing with with MMA guys kind of jumping in the scene and and getting in there. Yeah, and I think, you know, in, in my opinion, the Nogi Jiu Jitsu
0: tournaments and the, you know, the Who's number ones or the fight to wins and things like that, um, the Nogi seems to be more of a fan favorite for people who don't necessarily understand all the ins and outs of jujitsu and the intricacies of it just because the gi can be a little bit slower, right? Gi matches can still be very exciting, but you don't see the, the high flying, um, you know, explosive matches that you see a lot of times in no gi. Um, So, with that being said, do you prefer nogi more than gi training? Because I know a lot of guys are like, you should only do one if you're fighting MMA, or you should do both if you're fighting any MMA. So I wanted to get your take on that.
1: Yeah, and my my jitsu coach will tell you that I am completely partial to no-gi than I am to <laughs> gi. Um, but I, it's necessary, right? I think I was just in the gi yesterday. It was my first time in, in quite a while. Because like, like you said, when you're training for fights, it's hard to get in there and, and train gi um sometimes the connect just like isn't there and you know as as an amateur fighter who still works a nine to five right it's it's a matter of like i need to give something up in order to do gi practice you know and i don't know i don't i don't know if i am able to give something up in order to do it you know i don't know if i need to cut striking off to do gi especially in a fight coming up um but i think it's important right like in terms of just control and and basics and not giving any space i think there's there's certain things that gi brings to the table that are just you can't find in No Gi in terms of learning and and making sure that you don't plateau so they definitely hold their own um their own uses for sure and and i think after this fight i'm gonna hop back in and and get some more gi time because i I want my belt color to change a little bit i want that purple belt (laughs) Uh, yeah i uh I like them both right I'm
0: I'm not partial to one or the other I always say that my gi Jitsu helps my escapes and my no gi jujitsu helps my attacks and I kind of think of it that way. Um, and it's been working so far. Uh, now, you know, talking about strictly MMA, you have this fight coming up on the 24th. Um, just want to hear your thoughts on how you think it's going to go. Uh, I know you've put in, you know, basically two camps back to back, not the same opponent, but you know, at at, um, this level, and really at any level, your opponent could change at the drop of a hat. So less guys are training specifically for their opponent. Anyway, uh, you know, how do you feel about this fight coming up?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of been the, the theme of this last two camps. Um, My coach Danny Summers is really like kind of laid into you know you're not just training for this fight you're training for your career and and the jumps that we make are just gonna it's not it's not only attached to this fight it's attached to to the rest of your fights too so um you know the opponent I was supposed to fight in June was really 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 wrestling heavy so we worked a lot on our striking and this guy is really striking heavy so we're getting back to our grappling and to have um to have seen kind of the growths and jumps we made in the last camp in terms of takedown defense and in terms of keeping things standing and just being crisp on our feet have now carried over and they feel more cemented in my skill set. So now I can get back to my base of grappling and not have to worry as much about the holes in my striking or the holes in um, my clinch work or takedown defense. So um, I definitely come into this fight with a lot of confidence in that area. Uh, Slate is a, is a, has an extensive Muay Thai background and I have an extensive jiu-jitsu and wrestling background. So it's that age old question, a striker versus grappler, you know, um, I think that, um, we, we hook up uh, in the middle of the cage and, and he looks to clinch me up and, and I get a takedown and, and hopefully finish it early. I don't think that he can hang with me on the ground. Um, he's definitely a dangerous striker and, and he is good in the clinch, but, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting fight and, and I'm excited to get in there and showcase what we've, what we've been putting in work on.
0: Awesome, man. We're excited to see it. <clears throat> um, you were saying before we started recording uh, shows basically sold out. So, you know, let everybody know how they can watch you on the 24th.
1: Yeah. So if you go to FightCard.net, um, they have the pay-per-view already available for ordering. Um, they did sell out pretty quick. We are the main event of a 20 fight fight card. So it's, it's a big show. It's the first one in the Chicagoland area post pandemic. So uh, there's definitely gonna be a lot of eyes on this. This is for a lightweight, super lightweight championship. Um, so it'll be a five round fight. Um, and yeah, I mean, not only is our fight gonna be worth the price of admission, but you know, there's, there's the best talent that the Midwest has to offer just sprinkled across this card. So it's definitely worth uh, the $25 of, of pay-per-view admission.
0: Awesome, brother. We're looking forward to it. Super excited for this fight. Uh, before I let you go, just wanted to give you a chance, shout out whoever's been, you know, helping you out and, you know, putting in the work with you along this fight.
1: Yeah. Um, big shout out to both of my gyms, Faro Academy, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Elmhurst and, uh, Intercept MMA and in Forest Park. I mean, you know, all the hours that we've put in the past three camps with no fight. Um, I'm looking forward to showing the results of that, the fruits of that labor. And then, um, you know, shout out to my sponsors, MMA Co. Um, you know, there's almost, I can't even remember all of them at the same time, but, uh, you know, sponsors, family members, friends, um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for people to kind of truly understand the sacrifices that mixed martial artists go through, um, training every day. We don't get to go out and have fun as much as we used to or would like to. So, um, you know, just the, the sacrifices made for those friends and families and people who stay in touch and reach out. Um, just super thankful for the support system that I have behind me and um, can't wait for it to all pay off next weekend.
0: Awesome, Tyler. Like I said, we're looking forward to it. Uh, good luck. That'll be uh, Fight Card Entertainment, July 24th. Tyler, Funky Jones Bone, or Funky Bones Jones, I'm sorry. Funky Bones <laughs> oh my God, Jones. That yeah. uh, good luck. We'll see you on the other side.